Okay, before the show starts, Lauren, I gotta ask, do you prefer form over function or do you lean the other way? Great question, Scott. Well, I think they're both equally important, especially when it comes to flooring, which is where I always start as an interior stylist. I literally work from the ground up. Yeah, well, flooring does anchor the room and it's a big investment. And that's why getting the right advice and finding the right products is so important. And our sponsor, Flooring Extra, can help you with a fabulous flooring experience, expert service, and a beautiful product range. They have more than 90 stores across Australia and I think I've visited quite a few of them shopping flooring selections with my clients. Flooring Extra will look after you from the moment you walk through their doors until you're walking across your new flooring at home with products and warranties you can rely on. So check out their carpets, timber and hybrid flooring and more online now at flooringextra.com.au. That's flooringxtra.com.au. with Lauren Keenan, your authority on home, lifestyle and interior design. I'm Lauren Keenan. I'm an interior stylist and a podcast host, and I'm all about approaching design with a sense of fun and a firm belief that everyone deserves a home they truly love. And that includes you. So thanks for listening. And on today's show, we're talking about something that just a few short years ago was a premium option when shopping for furniture. And now, well, it's well and truly mainstream. Yeah, look, creating a custom sofa sounds really fancy, but there are more and more retailers and makers that offer modular and bespoke products. And what that means is more flexibility for you when you're shopping for a sofa style and size that's right for you and your family and your home. But look, there are some things that can trip you up along the way. So I'm going to take you through some of those big ones to look out for and give you tips on how to shop like a stylist for your next custom sofa. Beautiful. Sounds great. And we'll do that in this episode, which is brought to you by Flooring Extra, Australia's fastest growing flooring retailer with expert service and a beautiful product range in over 90 stores and at flooringextra.com. And I think a custom sofa would look really great on some of their uh, timber and hybrid products. Too right. Absolutely they will. Now, I love making this podcast, but I also love working with clients all over Australia. And the best way to let me know that you need a hand to is through the contact page on my website, laurenkeenan.com.au. Perfect. Check that out. And now, though, it's time to get into it. How to create a custom sofa on At Home with Lauren Keenan, your authority on home, lifestyle and interior design. Scott, we mentioned on the last episode about our new kitchen renovation that we've been doing. Yes. And we have had a couple of people sending messages asking for photos on the socials. And I just want to let people know all in good time, I'm going to get a proper photo shoot done. want to show everything off the best way that I can. It's exciting. It is exciting. So that will be coming in the next few months. But look, there are a couple of products that I wanted to mention uh, from my lovely list. Um, Just to do with our kitchen renovation. So the first one I wanted to... How did you choose? Choosing handles was one of the last decisions I made and it was really tough. No, I meant how did you choose what to include in the lovely list? There's so many things that you could talk about. (laughs) I just wanted to give a few little snippets um, without giving too much away because obviously the visuals are coming. Well, the handles are cool. So tell us about those. Yeah. So I think there was a sort of a movement a few years ago not to have any handles on any kitchen drawers or cupboards and... And I think I went along with that for a while too, but now I think they've made a bit of a comeback just because 
There are so many beautiful options out there and they can just add that little bit of extra personality to the space. And they also, especially with drawers now and drawers being so big, like large in kitchens, a handle makes it far easier to open. So I went with um, a white satin finish handle. It's quite simple, just a simple curved pull from a company called Low & Co. Uh, They have some beautiful options. We wanted our handles to be quite special, but not overbearing in the space. So Check out Low & Co. I think you'll love what they have to offer. They've got the satin white like we decided on. They Which also- is not like a bright, overly white. It's just like a fresh kind of... It's taken on the colour of our cabinetry a little yeah. bit too, which is like a pale green. But they also do a black. They do some other metallics, which are really cool. Um, so check them out. You can even add some new handles to your existing cabinets uh, if you just want to freshen them up and you're not doing a full renovation. So Low & Co, definitely one to look for. So that's on the lovely list. And what else is on the lovely list? Well, I wanted to talk about the power of light because (laughs) we added some skylights in our kitchen, two skylights, which have to admit, they were a last minute decision, weren't they? They were. Um, It wasn't really even in our thinking, but we had skylights in a couple of other rooms added while we were planning our kitchen. And Mm -hmm. in fact, as it was getting underway, and we could just see that on the southern side of the house, how much additional soft light it added and how much height it added to the room. Oh, absolutely. And I'm, I'm not going to call them an afterthought. They were more just a last minute add on, yes. but wow, so glad that we did it. We've got a raked ceiling. So we really got to sort of um, play that up as well in those proportions and those shapes, which yes. is really awesome. We used a local supplier, Richie from Steel City Skylight. Yes. He did a fantastic job. If you're based in the Illawarra like us, check him out. But yeah, the skylights have just transformed that room and I can't imagine it without them now. Yeah, absolutely. It's taken it to the next level um, and really all that beautiful light now shows off the amazing cabinetry, which we can't wait to show you on the socials and on the website, laurenkeenan.com.au um, pretty soon. And that's where you can go to subscribe to Lauren's email newsletter, which includes some stuff from the lovely list once a month. Just go to laurenkeenan.com.au. And now, Lauren, there is also a new custom sofa on the way here too. The kitchen's being finished mm-hmm. and we're getting into the lounge room. Uh, but custom sofas aren't just for designers like you and high-end properties anymore, are they? They're not custom sofas or even semi-custom, we might refer to it as. They're definitely becoming a more mainstream product offering now from retailers and makers. And look, it really does make sense when you think about it, especially these modular products that give us shoppers so many more options. And it means that retailers can be more flexible to our needs because Really, no two homes are going to be the same and every family has its own way that it's going to be using the sofa and and using the room. So whether you're buying a modular sofa that you're piecing together from somewhere like Plush or Molmic or another retailer, there are a few things that you need to keep in mind so you don't end up with the wrong size or shaped couch that's just been made for you that you've probably waited a really long time for. (laughs) Absolutely. You want to get it right. So we've got a few good tips uh, to think about. Now, let's get stuck straight into those. Um, And I suppose the first thing to think about is like what's the sofa actually for yeah and there's there's lots of different reasons you might be getting a sofa it might be mainly for tv watching it might be in a secondary living space that doesn't get as much um bottom traffic we might say (laughs) it might just be for adults when you're chatting and entertaining or maybe it's going to get some really heavy duty use by the kids kids. in your family so first question you should ask yourself is what are we using this sofa for? Yeah, which room and, and exactly what is it going to be used for and, and who's, who's using it? Yeah, so that leads us into who's using it, just adults or kids. Do you have pets in your house? Is this for um, a commercial space? Is there going to be lots of different people using it? And how often will they be using it? 
The next thing I want you to ask yourselves is what else is already in the room and how much space do you have to play with? For example, you might have a coffee table you really love and that coffee table is not going anywhere, but you need a new sofa. So you need to make sure that the new sofa is still going to allow you to use that coffee table, navigate around it. Maybe you've got a rug that you really love and you're not replacing that. So you've got to think about what else is already in the room? Are you starting from scratch or not? Yeah, or like we did, we were adding joinery to the lounge room mm-hmm. and we didn't think that that would impinge on the size of the lounge that we'd be able to have, but... It sure did. <laughs> it, it did and, 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 you know, that's why, you know, mapping it out on the floor is, is so important, right? Yeah, that would be my next my next tip really is to think about the ideal location and size. So I always tell people, go and buy a roll of masking tape or even rip up a few like post-it notes or something sticky that you can put on the floor to show where the corners of this piece will be as well as any other items that you're going to be adding to the space just to make sure that you can walk around it easily and is it you know are your eyes too big for your space kind of thing we all want a bit of a grand sofa but not every room can take it so let's make sure before you get that order in that it's actually going to work. And I feel like when you get the measuring tape out and mm-hmm. you start going, oh, it's this long, it's this wide, it's this high. Oh, that that looks that looks pretty good. I think that could work here. And then you you start to map it out with tape and you look at it and you go, hmm, oh, that that's actually pretty big. It's a bit tight. <laughs> or, or maybe it might be, oh, that's that's a little undersized. I, I want something oversized. I think mapping it out with tape. It sounds silly, but it really does help to to put it into context in the room and, and make you think and consider, is this the size lounge that I want? And so it's a, I think it's a great well, tip, Lauren. It's basically like a, a real life floor plan that you're doing there in real time. You know, I always will do floor plans for clients and there'll be scale drawings, but it's great to get you know, the tape out and measure it out so you can recreate that floor plan yourself. And then, of course, you'll want to research potential suppliers to find out what sort of styles they offer and if there's something you like or what will work in your home with, this, with the style of architecture of your home. Everywhere does things a little bit differently. Some of the high street retailers are a bit of a one-stop shop. They'll have lots of different styles that will probably work in many different types of homes. Uh, again, they are places like Plush, um, not an ad, just use plush many times. Yeah. Um, they're, they're a pretty good company, um, long lead times, but the, the product is really good. Yeah, and good warranties, I think, as well, which, yeah. which is good and, and quite modular in now how they operate, yeah, right? exactly. Uh, what about other retailers or other makers? You know, are we, do we have a, a variety of choice you know, if you're looking for a sofa, particularly custom like this? Yeah, look, I think how I'd probably break it out is there are really three different types of design and buying when it comes to sofas. So as I just mentioned, there's sort of that fully custom and sort of semi-custom. So if I look at fully custom, a great company that's based in Victoria, uh, they're called Molmic Family Company. You can choose any fabric. They can personalize the filling, the arm width, the type of legs, obviously the, the length. So they're still modular, but there's just a bit more, even more flexibility when it comes to, do I want cushions in the bottom, in the seats, or do I want foam or do I want both? So that for me is a really custom option because you've got lots of control over how your lounge not only looks, but feels. Obviously that's going to have a more premium price tag because it's specific to you exactly to how you want it. The next one would be the semi-custom, which is more of that high street module style design. So most of the major retailers now make sofas to order. There aren't all that many that keep stock in Australia anymore, so they make them as they need them, hence the lead times, which means that you can use their modules to build a sofa that's going to fit in your room and work for you. So the two that I tend to use quite a bit are Plush, as I've said, and Freedom still have some really good options um, at good price points. They're probably the two biggest ones in Australia, but then I think 
Look at places like Broza, Castlery, Project 82 and Life Interiors. They all offer good semi-custom um, design sofas as well. And then what about the flexibility in those high street styles? So can you choose um, the seat cushioning, foam, um, feathers, widths of arms? You know, what, 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 when you say it's yeah. semi-modular, yeah. what are you choosing? You are choosing obviously the fabric, which we'll get onto fabrics in a minute. So there's going to be a huge variety of fabrics that you can pick from, not only colours but um, blends as well, which I'll explain shortly. Generally speaking, the the style, the the cut of the sofa is done. That's that's it. You're you're just ordering that design, but it's that flexibility in the modules. Um, so often they'll have like, say, we're talking about a, a corner module. They might have a standard size corner and an XL size corner. So a wedge. A wet. Well, yes, but they also have XL often for yeah, right. the actual seats Mm -hmm. so that means you can make the sofa longer or maybe you will do a combo of like standard and xl just to really build it out to the size that that you need and and get the maximum you know number of seats that you can fit into your space yeah and it's um i was a bit surprised when we went shopping for our custom couch you were able to i guess there was you know seven or eight different types of pieces that you could put together and Mm -hmm. because they're all different sizes and shapes within the style of that particular lounge you can end up with a lounge that might you know go from just over two meters to to four meters, and it can be done with different pieces to get to those lengths. Yeah, and I um, personally, I do this for my clients. I do that for my, this myself. Not only do I mark it out on the floor, but probably before I do that, I start to get a bit of an idea of how this jigsaw puzzle is going to go together. And I just do myself a couple of little hand drawings. It doesn't need to be anything fancy, just so I can see how much each module measures and and how that's going to add up to create the length of my sofa. And the brands you've talked about there, they're all reasonably similar in how they approach this sort of high street, semi-modular style custom sofa. Yeah, look, I think... Places like Plush and Freedom who do probably specialise more in sofas will have um, even more flexibility with the types of designs than other retailers, like I mentioned, Life Interiors or Broza Castlery. They do lots of other furniture as well, so they might have less choices for you, but there's still some great ways that you can put together their pieces. Yeah, and what if you don't want to go down this sort of custom, you might want to get something quickly? Mm -hmm. Yeah, good luck. (laughs) No, um, look... (laughs) Off the shelf, um, some people still do it and it is available out there, but often you have to still wait quite some time, even if you're ordering just an, uh, you know, an off-the-shelf solution. But there are some retailers that do keep a little bit of stock in Australia. So if you're not too fussy about size or colour or fabric, you could look at places like James Lane or Lounge Lovers. They do keep stock or their lead times tend to be quite a lot shorter. You might only wait a couple of weeks as opposed to four months. And their ranges can be a little bit simpler, but they still have some good options, right? Oh, they have some great options. And if you need something quickly, or maybe you don't want to spend quite as much, that's a great, a great option. Nice one. Okay. Well, let's get into this modular approach, the the Mm -hmm. customizable um, sofa. You're in the shop or maybe even before you get to the shop, you know, how do you start to pull it together in your mind? You talk about doing a drawing, but Mm -hmm. how, how do you do that? Well, I would first go to the shop and have a browse around and see what styles you like, because as we're talking about these modular designs, it's probably going to be, if you like a particular design, there's going to be a way to make that look work with the modules that are available to build it out. So go first to the shops, have a look at some fabrics, some colors, sit on heaps of sofas, just because something looks good doesn't mean you're going to find it comfortable. What I find to be comfortable might not be what the next person finds to be comfortable. It's always surprising, isn't it? Your eyes can play tricks on you. Think, oh, that Ooh, looks that really looks cool. Awesome, and then yep. you're like, oh, no, no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so 
getting your butt on the seat is probably tip number one. In a few different stores. Yes, in a few different stores. See what the customer service is like in these shops as well. If, if you're impressed by the customer service in the store, then that often will carry through to how they look after you while your order's being processed. So that's really important. So find a style that you like. Grab the product sheets from either online on the store's website or directly from the showrooms. Product sheets are great because they'll show you every module that's available and and that's where I said you can then start to do your little sketches and then you can map it out on the floor. You'll have all the dimensions for every single piece off those product sheets. And even though it is customizable, do you still have to make concessions? I mean, how... How easy is it to squeeze, you know, a modular design into the room just the way that you want it? I think it can be done. I, I don't want to confuse people because often people think a modular sofa is going to be like a huge big L-shaped sofa. A modular sofa is literally a sofa that is made up of components, right? Yes. So a lot of people think modular and they think... I need to have a massive grand room that I can do a big L shape. It's not the case. Well, so. I've got a modular sofa. It's two pieces that makes up a three-seater couch. Correct. So there is a modular sofa to fit in most rooms. Again, it's about being smart about how you put it together and just keeping an open mind. Maybe you want something, maybe you want a big L-shaped sofa, but once you start to map it out, you quickly realise this is going to be far too imposing in your room and so you have to think a little bit further and maybe revise back the scale of the sofa by taking out a module or swapping it out for something else. And we had to do that here with our custom sofa that was on the way, right? You were, you were dead set that you wanted an L-shaped sofa. I I'm really like, did. I think, yeah, it's probably going to block out a whole lot of light at that end of our living room. Yeah, well, that's where the, the big sliding doors are out into yeah. the yard. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I did want to do that because I thought that's the best way to have comfortable living room space for, for us and family mm-hmm. and friends and stuff when they come over. But then when we started to map it out, it just pushed too far up towards the, the joinery and the TV that was going in. And- I let you go with it for a while because I thought he's going to work this out shortly. <laughs> but what ended up working better for us was to have a longer sofa with a nice chaise at one end so that someone can still stretch out fully um, at one end of the sofa, but they're not necessarily sitting right on top of the television. No, that's right. And it doesn't cut off that beautiful view out, yeah. out to the back into the, to the light. So views, keep an open nice. mind when you're planning your modules. So that's the modules. What about um, fabrics? How, how do we deal with that in a... In a- customizable sort of situation very big decision my biggest tip on fabrics would be don't make your selection based on the lighting in the showroom ask for a sample they pretty much all give out samples these days if they don't then maybe that's a cross against them Um, so grab a sample take it home and look at it in the light in your space you want to make sure that it goes with other pieces in your room or your wall color that the way the light hits it in your space is is how you know the what the colour is that you want. Yeah, it'll, it'll look different it'll depending look different, you know, of the, from the showroom to at home, 100%. Yeah, so usually in a showroom they have quite warm, dark lighting, so your room might be really bright and have lots of natural light, so the fabric's going to look completely different. So make sure you grab a fabric sample. Or multiple samples too or, if you're not sure. Yeah, get, absolutely. Get the one you think get you like few. and some other options, yeah. yeah. You'll always have... Um, Trust your gut, I think. Don't be afraid to go a little bit bold as well just because... Um, it's a big piece in the room. You can tone back a, a bold colour with other more neutral items if you're, you know, getting a bit worried that it might be too much. But go bold and have some fun with it, I say. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. So it doesn't not every lounge has to be cream, right? No. Or, or, or light leather or grey, yeah. That's right. 
So just going back to fabrics, it is a big decision. I want people to go back to the first question that we said you should ask yourself, who is using it and what else is in the room? That'll dictate fabric, right? It will help you make a decision. So for instance, if you've got lots of pets or kids who eat on the lounge or put their dirty feet on it, things like that, you're not going to want a delicate linen, are you? Because that just will wear terribly. Yeah. A delicate linen might be lovely for like a parent's retreat or a space, like a little sitting room that only gets used occasionally. If you've got a family room where lots of people are using it, you're probably going to go for a polyester or some kind of linen blend. Polyester is more affordable and there's lots of options. It can look very different from one fabric to the next. Does it look nice? It looks really nice that, yep. you know, the sofa that you just pointed out in your lovely studio here where we're recording today is a yep. polyester and yeah, right. it looks like a wool. Yeah, so, it does. Um, okay, yeah. I'm sold. Polyester. Yeah. I don't say polyester for everything, but I think no. I think a lot of our listeners will find that they have many options. And it'll wear well. And it'll wear well. Yep. The other one that's quite popular is sort of a linen blend. So it'll look like a linen, but it's probably mixed with a little bit of linen, but also viscose. some cotton, some viscose and some polyester. Yeah, right just to give it that more um, natural feel, natural feel, but still being really serviceable. Yep. And then we've got leather, of course, as well. Is, which, that, is that still popular? Yeah, very popular. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of clients who have always had leather sofas and they don't, they love it and they don't want to stray from it. Yeah. It's more expensive um, and some leathers can be quite delicate and yeah. others can be quite robust. So again, when you're going to the showrooms, Tell them who'll be using it. Let them know if there's any cats or dogs or whatever, and they're going to point you in the right direction for the type of leather that will work for your lifestyle. So that's the fabrics, and that's sort of the the crux of the main questions that you need to ask yourself. And I think my last tip is, you know, just going back to what I was saying before, it, it is an investment piece, but you've got to look at this every day. So make it something you love, not something that you're just like, yeah, it's oh, okay, it's a bit blah. Yeah, you know, if you love a grey sofa go for a grey sofa. Fantastic. If you love emerald green, go for emerald green or yellow or whatever the case may be. Just have a bit of fun with it and and go with it. There's ways to make that the star attraction in your room by toning down some of the other elements. Yeah, awesome. And and make it work together with your joinery, your rugs, your cushions. Correct. Exactly. Yeah, fantastic. And I think think the same. I mean, I think sometimes greyish, like, you know, it's easy to lean that way, but it just can be a bit boring. Well, you have to work hard on really hard to, to make the rest of the room pop then. Yep. So it depends how many decisions you're willing to make. You know, the sofa's just one decision. You could go bold on that and then the rest of it's quite easy or you can go safe on the sofa and have to make a million other decisions to try and brighten up the room a bit. And what about the makers and retailers? Are they, you know, trends is a, a bad word, but, you know, what are the options out there? Are, are, are there exciting options in a range of colours or, you know, or do they still quite go hard on, you know, your, your warm leathers and your, your, your grey kind of f- fabrics? There are definitely more options in that sort of neutral colour palette, but there's also heaps of options in, in colours now, especially in like blues and greens um, and even seeing some really nice like olivey kind of colours and things like that. There's the, There really are some great options out there if you're willing to have a bit of fun. Yeah. And when we want something for our home, mm-hmm. we, we usually want it now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be ideal, uh, but we know that times are blowing out in terms of waiting for stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's not just for homewares, it's for everything, right? Yeah. Uh, cars, whatever. What's the go with custom sofas? How long do we have to wait? Oh, dear. People are going to want to curl up in the corner and have a little cry when they hear this. Um, you're honestly looking at 16 to 20 weeks. Right. So yeah. four to five months. Yeah. Wow. I think for a while there, 
we were blaming that on a, the COVID reasons and that probably did play a part for sure. But now it's more a logistics issue. It costs a lot of money on shipping containers to get products to Australia. Yep. That's slowed things down a lot. Um, there's less ships coming, which means they have to wait longer to book a ship. It's just impacting across the whole supply chain. And I know at the moment a lot of products, the, the ones that aren't made in Australia are usually made in China and there are still lockdowns happening in China. Mm-hmm. city of Shenzhen it has 50 million people locked down right now. Yeah. So that is impacting manufacturing mm-hmm. f- across a range of industries, including furniture and homewares. Well, just to give you some indication of how things have changed, about probably four years ago, we were looking at 12 to 14 weeks was pretty standard for a sofa. It's now, like I said, 16 to 20 so while you think you're buying something that's semi-customizable using modules that exist in mm-hmm. theory, yeah. it still has to be made for you and therefore yeah. they have to put the order in, exactly. they build it, got to ship it and, yeah. and, and it takes, takes a while. Yeah. yeah, so I would always say get your orders in as soon as you can. Don't dilly-dally while you wait for other, maybe you're doing a renovation and you're trying to wait for other things to, to happen first. If you're doing all these things that we've told you to, mapping it out on the floor, doing your sketches, you should have enough information to be able to place that order. All right. Well, that sounds good. Um, plenty of ideas there around um, custom sofas and I feel like I'm a bit better educated now too. Good. But, <laughs> but, you know, it sounds like the main ones are to, to plan, to be prepared to wait, um, but also to... Um, to, to, to have fun with, with the colour and the shapes that are available because there's plenty of options out there. Exactly. Let your personality come through. That's what we want to see in people's houses. So now you're geared up with all the info that you need for your next sofa purchase. But if you're thinking about a custom sofa for your home and you think you might need some help putting it all together, get in touch with us on the socials at Lauren Keenan Home or use the contact form at laurenkeenan.com.au. You can also send us a voice message on Instagram if you've got a question that you want us to answer on the show. Yes, and we've had a few of those this week. One from Maddie in North Sydney. She sent this message to you, Lauren. Hey, Lauren, my name is Maddie. I usually listen while I'm out on my walks and I'm absolutely loving all your episodes this year. Um, So my question is, I live in an apartment and I'm looking for some artwork that's a bit more special and not just run of the mill. Um, My budget isn't huge and I would prefer to support more local artists. Have you got any tips for places where I could shop? Thank you. Well, what do you think about this one? There's quite a few sort of places where you can get a bunch of stuff that's maybe in everybody else's house or -hmm. or in a few different (laughs) retailers. Where can you go to get something interesting and and maybe even, you know, locally made? Yeah, look, I think there's probably three places I would recommend depending on your budget and the look that you're after. The first one is called Greenhouse Interiors. So they represent so many fantastic Australian artists. They have both originals on their website, but they also have what a lot of artists are doing now and they're doing limited edition prints. So not all of us can afford to spend a few thousand dollars on an original artwork but we might be willing to spend seven or $800 on a beautiful limited edition print. So and when you say limited, like how many Oh, they might do 30 run. or 50 or yeah, right. yeah, probably less than 100 yeah. they would do. So that's a it's great way. It's still special. Like it's, there's not many people out there who have it, uh, just the price point's a little lower. So Greenhouse Interiors is a great one. Lots of beautiful styles on there. The second one I'd recommend is a website called Blue Thumb. They have, again, some 
prints, but they also have a lot of originals in different sizes. So if you aren't too fussy about the size that you want, if you're after something a little bit smaller or maybe you've got a really narrow wall and you need something quite long, Blue Thumb is a great place to look. There's lots of artists on there who you may never have seen their work anywhere else before, so that's a great spot to look as well. Nice. And what's the third one? The third one is a website called Artist Lane, which I just discovered recently as well. Um, They've got some great options on there. Artists that are doing really well with all their original works, but you can also purchase their limited edition prints too. And it's nice to get something special for home and something that's Aussie made too. Yeah, absolutely. Why not support some local Aussie artists? And I think it's nice as well when you go to those websites that I've just mentioned, you can read what the artwork is about. You can read a bit about the artist itself. It's nice to know where your art came from rather than just, you know, a random abstract piece, which you know has its place, but you don't know who's painted it or what it's about or anything like that. So, absolutely. Yeah. So nice to support some uh, Aussie artists. And uh, we also thank our sponsor, Flooring Extra, for supporting us. Of course, they're Australia's fastest growing flooring retailer with expert service and a beautiful product range in over 90 stores and online at flooringextra.com.au we thank them for sponsoring this show again today and until next time thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode of at home with lauren keenan your authority on home lifestyle and interior design 